As entrepreneurs, we are spinning many plates at the exact same time. Think about it. We are the marketing. We are the service providers. We are the visionaries. We are the content creators. We are the accountants. We are the janitors. We are the writers. We are the tech team. We are the customer service team. We are the leads generator. Shall I go on? In today's episode, I'm going to share with y'all some free coaching. I'm going to share with you inside one of the exercises I walk some of our new clients through inside of Business Savage Academy to help them realize where to prioritize their time, what needs to be removed from their workload, and where they can be the most productive. Yes, it is possible to put down some of those spinning plates. Let me show you how. What is going on, Savages? And welcome to the Business Savage Podcast. If you are a new listener here, welcome. My name is Cassandra Britton. I am the owner of the Business Savage. I am a serial entrepreneur. I started my first of four businesses at the age of 19, and I am grateful to say I was able to scale to six and seven figures and create a life of freedom for myself. So I am here, and this podcast is here to spark a fire underneath your booty so that you can live that life of freedom as well and grow both personally and, of course, professionally. If you are new here, or, of course, if you are a frequent Savage listener, this podcast has been growing because y'all have been sharing it. So if you enjoy this episode, please do me a favor and grab the link, text it to a friend, or share it on your social channels, and be sure to give us a follow. It's at the.business.savage, and all of the details and all of the links of everything that I refer to in this episode, of course, will be available for you in the show notes. And lastly, don't forget to hit the bell in the top corner so that you never miss a future episode as they air. I appreciate you. Let's dive in. Okay, friends, let's dive into today's episode. This is a juicy one. This is something that I get asked a lot about. And over the last couple of months, I've been getting a lot of messages from you guys, responding to stories, sending DMs, sending emails, and inquiring about certain topics. And this one seemed to come up quite a lot. The idea and the concept of time management, prioritizing, and how on earth do we actually scale our businesses when we are all but one person? So first of all, for any of you that are listening to this, you've clicked on the title because this obviously resonated with you and you're still here, so it's still resonating with you. And I'm here to tell you that I hear you. As somebody who used to identify with hustle culture, I would grind, 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 grind. And if I could go back, I promise you, I would do it completely differently. Finally, stepping into balance, freedom, and fulfillment and having a business that does not consume my entire life is literally the reason for this podcast because I am so freaking passionate about helping other people live a life of freedom and not be glued to or a prisoner to their business. Okay, entrepreneurs. So when we first start our businesses, we have to earn some money, right? Before we can actually hire people and start to delegate some of these things, there needs to be some cash flow, right? Hands down, one of the most common tasks my clients face is they have two hands 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, and not enough time to complete all of the things that they'd like to do to get their business to where they'd like it to be. They feel stuck. They feel burnt out. They become defeated. And sometimes you want to fold in the towel. Guys, I get it. I have been there. I can't tell you how many times I have wanted to fold my tail between my legs and go running back to a nine to five. It's like that roller coaster that you see of the entrepreneur journey. So they come to me 
to reignite their flame, help them actually prioritize, focus on the things that are actually going to grow their business, right? The structures and actually turn that burnout into a fire that reignites their business and takes it to more income, more freedom, less stress, more downtime, more balance, and more time doing the things that you actually like. I say this as humbly as I possibly can because I am proud of it and I am proud to help other people step into it. I am at a place in my life and in my businesses where I am working the least amount that I ever have and earning the most amount that I ever have. I'm here to tell you it is possible. There's a lot of mindset work that went into that, a lot, feeling worthy of it, having people judge when I wasn't working, when they thought that I should be working, or when I'm traveling and they thought that I should be working, and everybody else putting their expectations on you. I promise you, if you are striving for a life of freedom and fulfillment, it is possible. So let me give you guys some free coaching here. There's a very simple exercise that I like to walk my clients through to help them Understand where their energy and resources are best spent and where there are opportunities for them to step back. If you don't think that's possible, firstly, you likely have a control issue. I had a control issue. I'd like to work through that control issue with you. But that is an entirely different episode and perhaps a visit to one of our boss retreats to rewire the way that you think around control. If you are driving, listen up. You can definitely still participate in this episode. You're just not going to be able to grab the piece of paper and you're going to want to revisit this episode. So listen to me now, let it all sink in, give it some thought, but I do strongly encourage you to sit down maybe sort of as like a journaling prompt when you have some time later, because we all know we have so much time to revisit this episode and this exercise. Okay. So for those of you who aren't operating a motor vehicle and can lend me your attention, grab yourself a piece of paper and draw a simple axis with four quadrants on it. In the top left, I want you to write, what do I love doing in my business? What do you love doing? Okay, and I want you to think about this and be able to separate this from the next uh, three quadrants I'm going to give you here. What do you love about your business? What are the things that give you joy? What are the things that you find yourself doing continuously and you can't stop doing them and you're prolonging doing other things because you just want to do this one thing all the time because you love it so much about your business? It's a thing when you think about your business and you get excited and you get fired up, you think about this specific aspect of your business. For example, I love love producing content. I love being in front of the camera and sharing a strong message. I love creating visual graphics. I love writing so much. I love writing these podcast episodes for you guys and creating educational lessons. I love performing performing the actual services at my salon. I love performing my actual coaching sessions. I love being in front of clients at Boss Retreats and seeing that light bulb go off and that transformational moment when they're like, holy shit, I am ready to step into a different human being and leave my old identity behind me. Those things fire me up in my business. I also love the travel, getting to travel, getting to speak on stages and getting to inspire people all around the world. So what is it that you love to do in your businesses? Okay, that's the top left. Now in the top right, I want you to write, what am I really good at doing in my business? Because guys, there is a difference sometimes point here is we're trying to find the overlap, but there are going to be things that you love doing in your business 
but you might not necessarily be that good at them. For example, you guys know I'm always going to refer back to my first business in the beauty industry. A lot of technicians absolutely love performing the service, but because they're fairly new and experienced and haven't taken enough training courses yet, they're not necessarily good at their craft yet. They know what time that they're going to be, right? Maybe you're a brand new coach. I work with a lot of different coaches inside of our Business Savage Academy, and a lot of them are really, really, really good at helping people through the transformations, right? That's something that they're very good at doing in their business. They're not so good at getting the clients or the branding and the marketing, but they're really, really good at actually executing on a really powerful transformational call. So the top right-hand quadrant is going to be all of the things that you're really, really good at. Now, of course, again, if there's an overlap between the things that you love and the things that you're good at, and we're doing lots of those, that's going to give us a lot of fulfillment. So try to separate the two. It's not necessarily something that you love. It's just simply something that you're good at. There's a lot of elements to all of my businesses. I'm really good at certain things. That doesn't mean I love them or really enjoy doing them. I just happen to be good at them. Okay. So you want to try to separate those top two and the top, top two quadrants. Okay, so now that we've done the top two quadrants, we're going to position ourselves down to the bottom. So the bottom left is going to be, what are the things that you hate doing, despise doing, don't enjoy doing in your business? So I want you to write out or think about all of the different aspects of the things that you're constantly pushing off. It's like moving from one day to the next to the next, and you're just like, ugh, I just really don't want to have to do this thing, right? For a lot of us, it's you know analyzing reports or analytics or finances or... Um, profit and loss statements, all that type of stuff. Some people it's branding and marketing. It's hard for me to say that because I get so much joy doing that stuff. But a lot of business owners don't enjoy doing that stuff or trying to get business sales. Sales is a big one that a lot of business owners do not enjoy doing. So the bottom left-hand corner are going to be all the aspects of your business that you find draining. And every time you find yourself having to do it, you get really discouraged. I find a lot of our clients inside of Business Savage Academy they don't enjoy creating the content, which again is so confusing to me because it is my heart and soul and I love it so much. But a lot of people really don't enjoy it. They overanalyze it. They think it has to be perfect. If it's not perfect, they don't want to share it. They don't like being in front of the camera. They don't know what to say. They freeze. They think their writing isn't good enough, all that sort of stuff, right? So they end up pushing it off, prolonging it, or just not having really good branding and marketing in place for their business. And they just sit there and work on the certain aspects that they love and not doing any of the things that they don't love. So it's really important for us to highlight the aspects of our business that you hate doing. Okay, so our final quadrant, the bottom right, are going to be the things that you don't enjoy doing in your business, right? So up top, we talked about the things that you loved. Then we talked about the things that you were really good at. Then we talked about the things that you don't love. And now we're talking about the things that you're not good at doing in your business. So there's ma- there are many aspects of your business that you aren't going to be good at. And here's the thing. Either you need to figure out how to get good at doing it, right? Maybe you need more education. Maybe you need more patience. Maybe you need more training. Or we need to find somebody who is. Okay. So using these four quadrant categories, I need y'all now to take a few minutes. Perhaps you want to put on some music if you guys enjoy working to music and get yourself into a brainstorming flow state. Allow yourself to think freely. What are the aspects of your business that you love? The things that you can't stop yourself from gravitating towards naturally. The things that you want to drop everything and go do. The things that you find yourself doing when you know that there are other aspects of your business that you should be working on, but you really just love this thing. 
What are those aspects? Now, using that same mindset, let's work our way to the top right quadrant. What are the things that you're really good at in your business? Now, it's really important to note here that these aren't necessarily things in your business that you love, but just the things that you're actually good at. So for example, again, maybe you don't really enjoy creating content, but you may actually be really good at doing it. For me, I don't like creating websites, building landing pages, but I'm actually really freaking good at it. I don't enjoy workflows and creating processes, but my type A structured brain allows me to be very efficient and very good at doing it. So this is going to be in that quadrant. What you are really, really good at doing. And you want to write down all the things that you're really good at doing in your business. If you're in the beauty spaces, maybe you're a phenomenal stylist, artist, you're really good at the craft. If you're a photographer, perhaps you're you know, not the best at getting new clients or invoicing them on time, but you're really good at desk shoots and capturing energy between clients. Try to take off your brain cap of thinking of the things that you enjoy. I want you just to focus on the things that you're actually skilled at doing for that quadrant. Bottom left time. This quadrant, again, these are the things in your business that you really do not enjoy doing. I can give you some super common examples, surprisingly to me, because I genuinely love it, but I find a lot of clients don't, is writing, right? They don't enjoy writing captions, emails, or building any of the written components to their business. Perhaps you don't like dealing with the marketing or figuring out the best ways to bring in new leads. Maybe you aren't the best with finances and money, right? You don't have any part of it. Maybe you're not the best with technology and figuring out the technological components of things. Maybe just causes you anxiety. So again, the bottom left in this quadrant, you can allow yourself to brainstorm all of the aspects of your business that you do not enjoy. What causes you stress? What are you constantly pushing off because it just irks you to even imagine having to give time to those things? You put them off. They move from one day to the next, one week to the next, one month to the next, because every time you sit down to do them, it causes you physical frustration. Those are the components of your business that we call the bloodsuckers. But I want you to also remember that these components also need to be done. So although you don't enjoy doing them, that does not mean that they don't have to be done. They do. They just don't have to be done by you. Catch my drift? Okay, lastly, again, the bottom right quadrant are the things in your business that you are not good at. So this may not necessarily be things that you don't enjoy. You may actually enjoy doing them, but you're just not that good at it yet. Perhaps it's speaking in front of the camera. These are usually a lot of your fears, right? Um, I find a lot of my clients aren't the best public speakers at first, but they kind of enjoy it. They just don't know what to say. They're worried whether other people are going to think about them. So it prevents them from actually speaking on camera and putting their voice and message out there. So in this last quadrant in the bottom right, think about some things that you do or should be doing in your business, but you aren't really the best at it yet. It may require more training, more experience, more patience, more time, et cetera, for you to get to the level that you're going to be happy with. Okay, you guys are following along with me still. So now that we have all four of the quadrants complete, I need you to then go through and find where there are similarities and where there are differences. So for your top quadrants, if there's an overlap between the things that you're good at and the things that you love, if so, those right there, those are your money makers. Those are your fulfillment fillers. Those are the aspects of your business that not only will fill your soul, but they will fill your pockets in the process because you're actually good at them and you actually enjoy doing it. So 
Let's find those babies, find a way to start doing more of those things. In my opinion, these are the only damn things that you should really be doing in your business that you should be doing in your business. If you don't enjoy it and you're not good at it, why the heck are you doing it? We created this life for ourselves. We chose to be entrepreneurs, to live a life of fulfillment and freedom. Now, maybe when you're starting your business, okay, I get it. You have to do what you have to do. But this is what I help clients do. In a year, two years, five years, 10 years, why are you still doing the things you do not love or you're not good at? That does not sound like freedom to me. And correct me if I'm wrong, but we got into this entrepreneurship game in the first place because we wanted to be in more control of our own lives. No? So let's take a look at the bottom quadrants. These are what I like to call the thorns. These are the aspects that are stuck in your side. They just sit there. They're like poking you in the side. They're causing you physical anxiety and pain. Sometimes they keep you up at night. If there are similarities in the things you do not enjoy and the things you are also not very good at, those are the first things on your list, those spinning plates that need to come down, that need to be delegated or outsourced. No ifs, ands, or buts. We need to be doing less of those things ASAP. Those are the things that are stripping you from your joy and your happiness. I promise you, if you let go of control and allow someone else who shines in a light where you do not shine to come in and shine in a space, not only will it free up bandwidth for you to excel in the lane of your own excellence, but it allows someone else to shine in their lane of excellence as well. So delegate, my friends. Delegate like your life depends on it. Now, for all of you control freaks, perfectionists out there, I know exactly what you're thinking right now. I can't, Cassandra. I just can't. No one else will possibly do things the way that I can. No one else knows what's going on in my head, and they just won't be able to do it like me. I'll likely have to fix or correct everything, and it's easier for me to just do it properly myself than to try and hire. Wrong? Oh, so very wrong. I used to think this way. I used to have a very closed mindset. I used to think that Cassandra was the only one who could do everything in my business. And without me having my sticky little fingers in all of the cookie jars, things wouldn't progress properly. Right? Wrong. Listen to this. When you allow yourself the freedom to express in a lane that brings you energy, light, and love, That energy, that light, and that love will transfer to your clients and the impact that you are actually trying to make. When you are dimming your light and forcing yourself to perform in a space you are not destined to be in, that energy is transferred to your work. And I promise you, someone who does excel in that space can do a far better job than half-life you can. So let go and let someone else shine. You are being your own big bad wolf. You are the only thing that is standing in your way of actually scaling your business. Any self-made millionaire will tell you, in order to scale, you need to remove yourself from the tasks sucking life from you and allow someone else to take control. Plus, what is the worst that could happen? 
they don't do a good job, you have to put out a few fires and try to find someone else. Okay, it's happened to me a lot. So what? I promise you worrying about it and trying to control everything won't cause you any good. You aren't going to react any differently if you worry about it than you would if it just happened. You are equipped to deal with it. So let it go. Let someone else come in and do what they were born to do. Let them do the things that are in their top two quadrants so that you can do what you were born to do. Put down the 50 spinning plates because I don't care how talented you are. At some point, you won't be able to juggle those plates anymore. There's always one that is spinning a little bit slower and eventually it's going to fall. You know that life of freedom that you dream of? The balance that we're always talking of? The hustle culture that we are trying to avoid? That work-life balance? That comes when we learn how to put down some of those spinning plates. Now, if you are interested in learning how to properly hire, train, where to find quality employees and contractors, how to set up hiring processes and protocols, how to train once and be done with it and not have to set up hours aside for onboarding, we have an entire module inside of our Business Savage Academy membership on this exact thing. It's something that we help our business owners learn how to do so that they can do just this. Put down the 50 spinning plates. So if that is something that you are interested in and ready for, BSA, Business Savage Academy, has now turned into a membership platform. It is no longer just a 10-week program, but is actually a year-long program of support where you can continue to learn and grow throughout the entire year. Details are in our show notes on how you can kick off the new year and 2023 with a fresh start and new goals for your business as we launch our next round in January of 2023. I'll see you guys on the inside. Well, savages, that is all that I have for you guys for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this little bit of a different style to the episode, me walking you through some live free coaching. If you've enjoyed this, grab the link and share it with somebody that you know and that you think could afford to put down a few of those spinning plates. And we'll see y'all in our next episode. Don't forget to hit the bell at the top corner so you never miss a future episode and follow us on Insta at the.business.savage for all of the beautiful things that we are sharing. Remember, a savage will get knocked down, but they will always get back up. Keep on fighting. Peace, guys. Peace.